welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's usually a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles, but today we're just chatting. We've finished our Children of Mysaris arc, so we're just winding down. We're going to discuss the arc and what happened and, and talk it through and talk about the planning process for it and how Danny put it all together, reflect back on some of the things that happened in those episodes, and just give you some content between this and our second half of the year. Uh, the second half of the year, we'll start with, uh, we'll continue on with what we did originally, which will be standalone rooms. Uh, we're not going to have a connected storyline for the rest of this year, uh, but next year we'll probably do another one of these again, right? Yeah, I think we'll be going standalone, connected, standalone, connected. Yeah, it seems like a pretty good... For as long as I can come up with them. <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'll start coming up with them instead. <laughs> so, we finished, we finished, we actually, so we are recording this the day that we finished uh, recording episode 10, uh, and it was really fun. I think that it went pretty smoothly, all things considered. I was very worried beforehand, just going, oh no, you're going to be so underwhelmed. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be, I don't know, or de- not, not the most interesting sort of ending, and you're expecting some really fancy twisty climax, it's not going to be that, but I think it worked, all right? Yeah, look, obviously, before we continue talking too much, uh, Spoilers for all of the Children of Mysaris arc. If you haven't listened to the whole arc, go go away. Come back later. Come back when you've listened. This is we're going to talk about all the stuff that happened. Uh, so no, look, the ending was fun, right? It, there wasn't another huge big twist in this final episode. Um, no, episode nine is all about episode that. Episode nine was the twist. You always do penultimate is when the twists happen, and, and the then it's resolving it through, is, right? Yeah, where you have to uh, deal with and it. And it went. It was a really fun uh, resolution. I legit. Now I mentioned this during the recording. I legitimately thought that the person standing on top of the Ferris wheel, because they never responded to stuff, <laughs> was going to just be a mannequin. We'd get up there and be like, "What? There's nothing here," and then something else would happen. I tried to make it clear that they had feelings. Yes, yes whether that is or true. not they were in David's imagination. <laughs> Um, look, yeah, look, it went really well. It went really well in the end. I had a lot of fun. Uh, for people now, I've had, we've talked about this with a few people who were guests who weren't quite sure. So I'll say it, I'll spell it out for everybody um, who was listening at home. I had, as a player, uh, no idea about any of the stuff that happened. I figured it all out as it happened. I had no foreknowledge of, of what was going on. I never knew that I was a child of Mysaris. I didn't know what the cult was. I didn't know what their goals were. I had no pre-knowledge going into each of these episodes. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. In fact, I also took the extremely risky gamble of not playtesting these rooms, so nobody knew anything about them <laughs> except me before they happened. But they worked out pretty well. There were one or two oh. moments as we throughout the series, uh, none of them made it to air, where there were a few issues with these, um, with with. with Play. Mostly they uh, were to do with just how it was written out. Really? There, I had a couple of typos and things written on pages, yes, but there was, there was nothing game-breaking. There was one in a single game where... I accidentally made it so that some puzzles were very skippable. Yeah, uh, we ended up going back and doing those puzzles anyway, and we, and we cut out the, the part that made them skippable. And I edited my notes so that future renditions, we'll, should we'll people want to play them... Yeah. Uh, but yeah, look, it, it went really well. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Getting Being able to play in each of the rooms was a change for me. Um, I know we have some people who are listening who probably haven't heard the the episodes preceding Children of Mysaris, uh, but I only played occasionally. I played in a few of them, and often I would just sort of sit around and just be there. Yeah, how was that different stress levels wise? Uh, definitely much more of a stress, right? I couldn't. There was some uh, in the before we started this arc. There were some where I would just turn up and just be like, "Yeah, I introduce it," and then I just run. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, this is a lot more engagement in in actually solving the puzzles. Um, what I found was interesting is because 
as I did each one in order, um, I would find myself usually pretty pretty good at, at getting through them quickly. Mm. But obviously when you have guests coming on, you don't want to rush through a room just because you can. So there were definitely some moments as we played with various guests uh, where I had to sort of think, oh, I've got a solution in my head, but I probably shouldn't say it. Yeah. I wonder if somebody else can get and to I'm it. And I'm sure or... that every escape room player has that experience if they are very experienced and play with beginners. Yeah, exactly. Bringing someone new into the into the room, mm. you don't want to be like, right, I'm going to run over here, I'm going to do this, I'm going to grab this, I'm going to do it, and have your guest yeah. just sort of sitting Same around. Same thing for the countries that have it with public rooms where you have people who are just doing it for a bit of fun versus yeah, serious right. enthusiasts and a just mismatch can happen. So if you think you might end up in that situation with someone who hasn't done much of this sort of stuff before, it's nice yeah. to be considerate and make sure that they get their share. Yeah. Look, and like that being said, there are times where the idea that I was so sure was correct and didn't want to say <laughs> ended up being wrong. Oh, definitely. The beginners um, would occasionally. Yeah. And also there were some times where I had literally no idea and the guest just went, it's this, you, yeah. you dummy, and, and got it straight away. Um, yeah, that's also very interesting because I'm writing all of these and obviously we know each other pretty well. We end yeah. up on the same wavelength a lot of the times and with you definitely being the one playing through them, I need to make sure that it's not just your brain is going to be so attuned to mine that you can solve all the puzzles yeah, before but, anyone but else gets to. they're not accessible to other people. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but look, overall it went really well. The, the, the puzzles were different in each room. I had a lot of fun getting through them. All our guests seemed to really enjoy it as well. Um, we always have this with guests where they come on, they play one room and they go, that was great. When can I do another? And we think, oh, I've got so many other people who need to who want to be guests. I've got to spread it out. Ugh, um, it's very different from generally how pants wetting some people are before they come on. <laughs> yes, it's a big it transition. Is, it is definitely terrifying before you're about to do this. I know from the one room that I have been a player for in episode 15 of our first yes. season, horrifying before you're there. And then as soon as you start getting into the puzzle flow, it starts to all work out. And by the end, yeah, it's a great time. Mm. So if we, let's, let's start, let's look back at, at the, the, the 10 mm. rooms that made up the Children of My Cyrus arc. Do you, before we go through them, do you have a favourite out of the 10? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I've given you no preparation time. Do you, I don't know if I have a favourite. I'm not even thinking about it. But do, do, is there a room that stood out for you? Maybe... Maybe in the way it ended up, but possibly also in, in when you were designing it. Like, was there one you thought was going to be very cool and it was fine? It was exactly the same as the others? Or I mean, I, I didn't get particularly shocked or surprised by the way any of them worked out. I think that I've got to go with Room 10 as my favourite because it had been a long time coming that I had wanted players to be separated and needing to be Which we were communicating the... separately. I had had in my mind for months just... I want them in cubes, just <laughs> blank cubes. Blank cubes. I had no idea how I was going to implement that, how that was going to make any sense, how I would make a whole room out of that. Turns out probably couldn't. Yeah, but, but it was just one idea that yeah, you wanted. And it worked I really well for the really start like of that, that. for that episode. And I think that there were a couple of unorthodox puzzles in the amusement park part of it, which I thought felt like a bit of fun yeah. and seemed to work nicely. I mean, from the beginning, that amusement park was just calling out. Just like, well, we've got to go to the amusement park, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that would have been very mean of me to never throw it in there. The other one that I had a bit of fun with mm. more than the others was the film studio. I was going to say, I think the film studio was, as a room, possibly my favourite. I don't know, I just quite liked the way it, it, it... There was that sort of meta interaction of you're in the room, but there's also like 
ways you can layer new information on the room. Look through the camera, green screen, <laughs> look at what the room is uh, compared see. to how it turns out. And, like, and then like there's that multi-level, all oh, there's people below you. Um, that you can listen to and then you can I, I like the connections uh, in that room and I like the the layering of it your your reasons for liking it are extremely different <laughs> to mine my reason for liking it was because there was a battering ram that <laughs> it wasn't a find the puzzle to get out it they was just break you that have door to down. do that but you also need to build something to blast your way mm. out and it was and it was fun it was a good it was a it was enjoyable building mm. that 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 battering ram at the end they're just like we got logs we got a, we got a dolly the dolly, and that was great. They used that dolly because it was just, oh, this is a big, heavy dolly. It's locked up so it doesn't fall onto people because it is heavy. And, and and it just clicked in your head like, oh, I got a big, heavy wheeled dolly. I should smash the door down there. Yeah, you just want to see how long it's going to take people who are so used to a nice, understated puzzle being the solution to everything coming up with, well, I want to smash it. I think I think we did really well with this one. We talk sometimes, and I think we have before in, in our bonus episodes, before Children of Isara started about the fact that when you're doing these rooms, you can do stuff that you can't really do in a normal escape mm, room, right? Definitely. You know, we, can, we can push those boundaries, both because you can also, you, you know, as the game master, you can just sort of be like, yeah, cool, doesn't work. But also, you know, like you don't, you can't go, you know. Cause yeah, like, I have an um, amount of control that you'd sort but of like also have a real that, one. But you know, also, there's actions that we can do. You know, we can mm. break down a door and just smash it and we can throw things around and... and, and, and you know, episode ten that we just recorded today, we can set fire to to an entire section okay. of the park and well, I mean, it's accidentally, <laughs> but you know, things like this can happen. Um, and I think we did well with these with these ten episodes of of using that, of exploiting that in a in a good way. It certainly happened. There was definitely a lot that you, even though some of the rooms were definitely ones that you could see in real escape rooms, just like. Kind of simple rooms like a mayor's office or an hmm. occult store. Those are ones that you could easily do a real escape room of. But there were definitely things that pushed the suspension of disbelief just enough so that it's fine in a tabletop story. Certainly couldn't happen in real life. Yeah. It would just raise too many eyebrows or be physically impossible. Hmm. I also, you might have noticed, I include lots of animals. Yes, That's animals That's going to keep one. going in season three. Oh, really? We got oh, some animals yeah. in season three? Uh, that'll be fun. Um, again, I don't know. I'll probably have more of an idea of season three as we go because I'm not. Don't need to be in each of the rooms. Is it, are we calling it season three? Is this what we're doing? Yeah. So this was season two. That'll this be season, was season three. Season two. That's how I'm labeling all my episodes. Okay. Okay. So next will be season three. Yes. Episode one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. What are we um, thinking? Like 11, 12, 12 episodes? or thirteen? I think. Twelve it was. or thirteen episodes. Mm. But there you are. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, did you have when you were making this? And we had to. So look, people. I think I feel. I feel have been very. Um, receptive to this this meta narrative that we've done of, of linking 10 shows mm. together into one story and i've had a lot of fun doing it and again not something that real escape rooms do too often not impossible no. as i know, we um, know. What, we where we, we did um the mystery rooms, mystery rooms in, in melbourne. melbourne have a connected story and i think if maybe some other ones do i'm sure some of the people we met at up the game had connected stories mm. in their rooms it's possible it's definitely a challenge um, and it's interesting for those people from a marketing perspective, are people going to do your second room if yeah. they haven't done your first? And how's that going to change how much money you make and that so, sort of stuff? Again, not something we have to worry about no. too much. Though it is very interesting in terms of how many downloads we get of each episode. Yes, right, because we're still guest-based. So people think, oh, I really want to see the dragon. I want to listen mm. to the Dragon Friends. I'll listen to their episode. And I wonder how much that makes sense in context. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so the other thing, so with that, these rooms can all pretty much be played by themselves. I mean, More they can less. be played by themselves uh you had a few 
things that connected them puzzle-wise. We had the, the P3L... Yes, I had two meta puzzles stuff. running that connected them. What's can the definitely puzzle? Oh, the, 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 the map. Yeah, yes. so it can definitely be played without that if you're not mm. doing them in a meta-y sort of way. But yeah, so in each of the first few episodes, from episodes two to six slash seven, depending on when you got that clue, um, you got a piece of a puzzle that would lead you to figuring out where episode seven took place. Mm. And the other one was at the end, after you visited all your rooms, you are told to join the dots and your map has dots on it. You join them and it forms a big old arrow. arrow pointing to that amusement park, which was fun. It was a very satisfying drawing. And the idea of having a big connected arc, I knew that meta puzzles were going to have to be in there, even if it was just one big one. So that was pretty much at the forefront of my mind when I first started designing it. So I've got my very old notes here. Oh, you've got your original yes. first notes when you were designing. So I can yeah, tell you how it looks. into the process. All right, so my summary was organization holding select people captive for mysterious reason. <laughs> Main character's job is to free them and figure out what's going on. You can tell how much I clearly knew about where this was going from that yeah. description. So you had the I idea of just... It vague at all. Like, there are people to save. Yes. And that would be the guest in each episode. Exactly, and that that was going to determine what the rooms were. Hmm. So I came up with a possible list of situations and a possible list of characters who might be interesting to play with. Oh, yeah. I also wrote ten episodes. One, intro. At the end, partner is taken. So that stayed in. That stayed in. Yeah. Derek was, was, was abducted. Yeah. A lot of my original notes actually stay pretty smooth. Then after that one intro episode, I had five fines. Initially, I had it actually listed as, I think, eight fines. Eight fines? People that you would find. Oh, fines. Yeah, fines. Not people who were fine no, in the I, end. Like, I oh, don't worry about it. Yeah. They're fine. But I, ch- I clearly changed that down to five so that there were other... So we could change the dynamic do. halfway through. Yeah, so I said five fines with other goal two. I couldn't tell you where my, where my thoughts were when I wrote that bracket, but okay. Then one extra find using prior info. So it was clearly at that point very early on that I decided, cool, That'll be there the is going to be something meta to help you determine a new location. And then I wrote two episodes of locating the enemy. Okay, so that was our eight and nine, I suppose. Yeah, that was where that ended up I clearly we sort of located them pretty quickly we knew where they were but Mm. it was get into the church then deal with the church and then it was exactly I sort of clearly changed from my original point a tiny bit with that Mm. but more or less still stayed pretty fair and then of course right at the end I have one episode showdown cool and that was what we just recorded today the showdown seemed like a pretty natural structure so at the end I started writing things like film set director Seance, zoo, boat club, tea party, and then a few others that didn't quite make it and then sort of made it. Like I have a gym slash gymnastics. Oh, which no, we did not do that. We did not include. Do you, is that something you've you've kept for? Will that possibly show up in the next well, standalone episode? Actually, in my notes after we've done all this, I've started a new list of all possible ideas. Ooh. So we'll we find out. To, we don't need to go into those. They can mm. be kept secret. Yeah. Until they come out. Then I have a school. I have a wedding, which we didn't use a wedding, but there was a chapel in it. We did use one. a chapel. Was that what the, your original intention? You'd do a wedding in a church, now, but you kept the church well, and something like dropped that, the wedding? One of the characters that I have written here as a possibility is Bride. Oh, that's fun. So, yeah, I was definitely playing with that a bit. You can't bring the bride. She'll kill Bill. 
Then I had a funeral again. Didn't quite end up no, there. No, but we had the graveyard. Exactly. Similar idea. Um, yep, the school stayed the same. I have cube as <laughs> you just had dot. Cube. I really wanted a cube. I wanted a cube for a long time. I have haunted house as well, which again only ended up being a fraction of a room instead of just a whole room. Oh, uh, yeah, because that was part of our final room 10. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so then under my people, I started having, okay, director, a medium, a zookeeper, a captain, a hostess slash child, uh, <laughs> a maybe coach, a maybe zombie or a zombie actor for a haunted house. Oh, I love it. That's all on that. Nurse, priest, a well-wisher for the funeral, which ah. again sort of formed in my episode eight. Yeah, they were sort of there to, they to were visiting pay a, their respects. Yeah. And it was then that I started to think, okay, maybe certain letters from some of these locations or people could be used to make another one. And I just sort of froze and looked at all these words and thought, oh, God, how can I make one of these words out of these other words? Yeah. And I saw that the letters of the word nurse would work. Perfect. So that's the one that I have circled and double underlined. And that's why you changed the sequencing effect. Like that forced that to be the sixth episode. Absolutely. Or episode seven. Yeah. And that was probably what changed me to saying five finds episodes. Yeah, of course. As opposed to eight, in which case then saying, oh, so episode nine, I've got to come up with an eight letter letter occupation. What an effort. But nurse worked out very nicely. So after that, I drew a town map, which looks... Look kind of different from how my town map ended up being. Oh, yes, because you had to rearrange it for this final meta puzzle. Exactly. On the first page of notes that I have here, I had an arrow with dots connecting it. So mm. I knew that an arrow was going to point to the final oh, location. That's cool. So, so from day one, you thought that's how we're going to get the final location. It's Apparently be a- so. I don't remember this, but it's in the notes, so I must have. What would be very cool, and I'm sure it didn't happen, is if someone who has who listened to Children of My Cyrus was noting where each of the rooms were and just drew that arrow themselves. <laughs> See, look, if you had been proactive with your meta puzzle-solving people at home, you could have sent in that thing and be like, final episodes at the amusement park, and we would have given you a prize. A prize, and you didn't get it. Instead, didn't we're just mocking you. Yeah, I'm going to eat the prize. None of you get it. But the biggest thing was, yeah, pretty much because I needed that arrow and I needed the order of locations to work properly. I needed to make sure that everything was put on this map in exactly the right place. Mm. So initially, for instance, I had the beach on the left, on the west side of town, rather than at the bottom. Ah, but you had to rearrange that. Because the yacht club needed to be in a certain location. Yeah. And the park needed to be in a certain location. Yeah, the amusement park was originally top left-ish. Now it has to be top middle. On the beach, yep, clearly had to be top middle. Oh, that works really Mm. well. So, yeah, it's interesting. It was a tricky day trying to place everything appropriately mm. and make sure that an arrow would come out looking like an arrow and not just <laughs> half an arrow. Yeah. Especially since I wanted to close the arrow. So it would start at one point. Go the whole way around. And then go all around and, and come, come back. back. Mm. So I just hid the cubes in the yacht club. <laughs> Um, and I also had to cut out the mayor's office because where I had placed that did not work. No, yeah. So it had to be torn from mm. the map. Uh, that's really cool. So, look, I, I had a lot of fun playing this. And uh, obviously it was very stressful because because I had to play each room. We only had one shot at each recording. Yeah. Um, I think in our first set of episodes there was one scratch recording, maybe two? Yeah, there were a couple of episodes, I think. Two so we just had to completely that, redo. Because yeah, the sound um, didn't come out right. Yeah, which, which we didn't have the option for this time. So mm. I'm glad it all worked out. Um, getting all the guests for this arc was a lot of fun. Uh, all the people who came on... 
it was uh, it felt like this arc was a sort of a step up from the previous one where other than i think the divas uh and and um dave who came on to do episode 15 our first our first set of episodes were all friends and family it was mm. all people that i could grab and go oh hey you you're a friend not that there's anything wrong with no. our friends and family i guess they were great you know and we had enough it's good to have friends and family who are good on air you know who know how mm. to talk you know you know my brother was on a couple episodes my younger brother he'd done uh, he'd already been doing a podcast at the same time. Um, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he was, was doing, doing a radio show. Uh, a ra- well, yeah, radio show slash podcast. Um, you know, and just having all these people that we knew would be good for the show. Uh, whereas this this second arc... This was about networking. Yeah, well, I don't know. It was, it was nice to be able to sort of get guests and meet people through the show, mm, right? We had Derek uh, for the first episode. Um, and Derek is, is wonderful. He's lovely. Um, I'd done his... I've done two episodes of his of his show and it is a it is a great show. It's getting it's getting kind of weird now in in a cool way. Like oh. he's just started he's stealing from us. He's just started a um, <laughs> a six episode arc of pitched ideas while being trapped in the mansion of the robotic guy who comes up with the, it's really crazy. I haven't I haven't actually um, started that yet. It looks really interesting. Um, you know, and I hope we have episode two. Two we had a friend again. Uh, a friend of, of, of we had Rob. Yep, and um, episode three as well. Episode three, Lucy is my old uh, next door neighbour. Actually, mm. I don't know if I mentioned that on the show. Um, episode four, we got Matt Lee, which was great to get an escape room creator. We had Matt from from Enigma Escape, and that was such a great thing that we just happened to know someone who got us in contact with him, and we'd done his room before, and it was really cool to have someone from from the industry uh, come in and talk. You know, we'd had divas, and but but it was really it was really interesting to get a designer to come on and play. Um, who do we have after that? Episode five was was Nelson. Mm-hmm. Nelson is great. It's been wonderful to do so many. So I've done so many recordings <laughs> with Nelson now. Um, for people who who don't remember back, Nelson played the young girl, um, and he's the host. He's one of the hosts of Reddit on Reddit. I've done now two episodes of Reddit on Reddit as well, uh, which is just a really fun show to do. And and it was so good. Like we very much kind of clicked. We're on the same sort of wavelength in terms of our humor. Uh, and he and he did great with the puzzle as well. It was really cool to have Nelson on. Episode six, we got Katie, uh, and that was a big shot for me. I just I was just a fan of her. She'd done previous work that she told us not to mention on the show, um, <laughs> which I had found and listened to and, and really enjoyed. And I was a fan of hers, and uh, and I found her on on Twitter again and got back into contact and, and got her on for a show. And you know that was really cool. And mm. looking at her notes afterwards, her Cartoon Network animated notes were, they were spectacular. Yeah, pictures she's... of her with a boss. I don't know. I don't know how she got any puzzles solved while she was drawing <laughs> those things. Really, it's true. There was so much effort there. I don't know how yeah. you can concentrate on that many things at um, once. Then we had. Um, then fun. we had the uh, Wild Optimist. We had we had um, mm-hmm. Ariel and Juliana for for episode seven. That was wonderful. They were great. They knew what they were doing. I mean, really, they felt they probably the closest guests we had to what we do you know they yeah. they had made uh, they made pioneers es- of the escape room in a exactly. box exactly uh, which we now have they gave us a free copy while we were in, at up the game Thank which is lovely you. uh it's now sitting we still haven't played it cuz i've barely been home since then but it's sitting there waiting for us to play in our cupboard um and that that was really cool to have episode 8 we got the we got um the Dragon and friends. Ben, Dragon friends that was really cool again yeah, that was similar good. to what we do they do a role playing based podcast um, and they look, their podcast is is bigger than ours, or or it was when this episode came <laughs> out. Ooh, throwing down the gauntlet. 
Um, you know, that was really good to, good to that get. That was and, wonderful. There was no shortage of laughter happening yes. while that was going and on. And we were all weirdly on the same page as well. We and often got to the exact same solution at the same that time. That was the fastest run we, we through just, a room. That was a very quick room. For people who, who, who count the time, I think the final actual room time for that episode was about 45 minutes it took us to do the, the actual room it was really quick it was it was uh, no no dilly dallying about <laughs> looking for flags and rope um and like that was a, they, were, they were really great guests to get devon in in um chapter nine was brilliant he was hilarious i love i i mean i cannot that is one of my most recommended shows sagebrush and shootouts uh i, I recommend it to everybody so i was really glad to get him on um and i've sort of been talking with him about podcasting stuff since their show's inception, pretty much. They started a little bit... Uh, when did they start? They started a few months after us or... Not long after us. I can't remember exactly yeah. when. But um, and yeah, and, and I've been a fan of theirs and, and, and talking to them since that. Yeah, I remember them first posting on Reddit saying, hey, here's a sample from an episode of a podcast yeah, we're about to good. launch. What do you think? And I listened to it and I just went, all right, my first impressions are, this is hilarious, keep it up. Yeah, they were really good. And uh, so it was great to finally be able to do a recording with him. And, and I think we're, we're, in the, we're in talks with him to do something for their show as well in the future. It'll be a lot oh, more man. difficult, <laughs> but that would be very interesting. So we'll keep everybody cool. posted if we, if we do a guest puzzle-based spot on their, on their ridiculous cop drama <laughs> comedy podcast. Um, and then we got uh, David the and Lisa, the, the Spearers. <laughs> the Spiras. Uh, I'm not going to contribute to people misnaming them. I went out of my way to say it correctly <laughs> first, just uh, in case, and you ruined and it. And they were wonderful. They're, we met them at the Up the Game um, in, in person. Uh, they run Yeah, so we already knew artists. that we would have a good flow going yeah. because we'd managed to have very long over-breakfast conversations Yeah, I think the before. first time we met them was just breakfast <laughs> in, in the Netherlands. Uh, and they were great. They're lovely. They're, you know, they're, their show is... Not their show, sorry. Their blog is huge hmm. yeah. uh, they, surprise, do, they do surprise. daily posts of, they know what they're doing yeah and they've won what, what's it, 600 rooms they've done that's insane yeah 600 rooms like, um, well, like considering yeah. how into the escape room community we are we are woefully inexperienced <laughs> compared to some of these people done like a dozen? have we done 16 <laughs> um but look like overall, like all of those guests, it was so good to get people to meet people through the show and to meet all these talented people and get people and, on with with some experience and some growth outside well, yeah, of our circle. Yeah, that's the thing. It was extra good to be able to go into all three spheres. We had just podcasters, we had escape room people, and we had role play people. Yeah, yeah. So well, getting that's all the stuff that, uh, that makes us that our, our show, our show. Um, and so, hopefully, we haven't organised a huge amount of guests at this point for the, for the next season. Um, mm. We have a few in, uh, yeah, in the works. Yeah, murmurs, talking, um, emailing, And getting them organised. There's some people who we have definite promised spots to. But uh, look, it'll be really interesting to see what happens with our guests in this next season. If any of you know, just, you know, big celebrities, oh, yeah, um, look, let us know. If you're listening to this... Is Brad Pitt the puzzle enthusiast that he appears to be? Are you Brad Pitt... Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Are you listening right now, Brad Pitt? Okay, I haven't been preparing for what to do if Brad Pitt was listening to our Look, show. If Brad Pitt's listening oh to our God. show, we get him on as a guest and we design rooms that are just really irritating references to his movies. <laughs> be like, like you walk in and there's a box and I'll be like, hey, hey, Brad, hey, Brad. What's, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Like just that the entire time. Nothing with that. What are some other Brad Pitt movies? There'll be lots of zombies. Um... 
He'll we'll make him constantly. He'll be a terrible guest, Brad Pitt, because he will be constantly eating food on the microphone oh, no. the entire time. Just have bags of chips and and cake and just never not nonstop eating on air. It's uh, uh, Brad Pitt humor for you. There you go. <laughs> but no, like it'll be really interesting to see if that grows. Topical Brad Pitt humor. I remember how in Ocean's Eleven he ate a lot of food, and in all of his movies he does that. Great. Um, but no, it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. So. We've got an, we've got this season planned. We've got a few rooms written and prepared. Um, mm-hmm. We've got. Do you have do you have plans for all the rooms coming up? Okay, like I said, I've got sort of asterisks and ideas. Points. I've got a list of possible rooms to use, and then next to those possible plots for those rooms. Cool. Look, it is still open though. There are still rooms to be designed. So what I'm saying right now is, if you have a room idea that you wanted to pitch us. Pitch it now. I don't want to. I don't want to take someone else's No, we'll steal idea. your ideas. And also, if you have rooms that you wanted to write, we're we're still very open. People want to go back and listen to our room writing episodes and get in contact. We had a few people get in contact with us about the rooms that they were starting to and create. And talking to Dave from episode fifteen, if you want to, because he clearly knows what he's doing. Yeah. Um, look, if if it's interesting, we love it. We would love to be able to play rooms written by, by other people. Danny wants to play. Um, so look, if anyone has any ideas, if you have a desire, we are, we're really open to that. Send us an email, say, here's a room I've half designed. Can you help us, help me finish it off? Or here's a room I've finished. I want to host it for you guys. Or I want you guys to run it. That would be really cool. We'd be super excited. Um, in terms of anything else at the moment, look, we have ideas for the rest of this year. We'll do another connected storyline, uh, for season four, for the start of next year which I'm really looking forward mm. to. And we found ways to make it a little bit more more uh, reasonable for me to be involved in every episode without going, without the stress of needing to play every single one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun one. Uh, so that's, look, that's something to look out for in the future. Um, if you do need, if you want to keep up to date with the stuff that we're doing, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on email. That's not a thing to be on, but we have one. Keep in contact. We always really love to hear from people. We've been getting a lot of more responses lately. Um, we've we've seen uh, people talking about the, the way they run the show. Someone on Twitter talking about uh, their um, their daughter getting really into the show and running it for their mother at, at home, which is kind of mm-hmm. hilarious and cute. Uh, look, you keep getting really good feedback, and it really it's it's really cool to hear every single time. Um, people who are out there sharing the show, it's a huge help. This is um, the first creative thing that Bill has ever put out there for the public. And it's getting good feedback. So I'm pretty he's happy. very excited about this sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, so look, it, it's, been really, it's been really cool to be able to do this and the support that people have given us and, and the feedback we've gotten for this, this Children of My Cyrus arc has been really good feedback. Um, it's, it's been really wonderful. Uh, and the, the support that people have given us as an audience has been, has been great. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, we don't have any. We don't have any way. We don't have any merch or any anything like that. Maybe we should get Yet. some. Well, we should get some merch. Maybe by the time this episode's out, we'll have merch and a Patreon and all that stuff. And if we do, then sign up for that. We probably won't. Um, <laughs> we'll make it happen. We've got a bonus episode planned and all written that we just still need to record. Yes, but we're we do. planning that if we do decide to. That is true. We've got a few other something that we'll got a few other backers. irons in the fire. Uh, now this this episode is going to come out. Um, Last week or last last episode should have been the the Children of Mysaris finale. Uh, the next episode that we release uh, will be the live episode that we recorded in uh, in the Netherlands for Up the Game. So for all the people who weren't there for the recording, uh, which I'm sure is most of you, <laughs> um, we'll we'll put that recording up so you can listen to it. Um, look, I can't speak right now for 
the quality live live recordings always sound a little bit weird but uh it should be good it was really fun to record it'll be a little bit shorter than a normal episode but not by much yeah, um, we had a very strict time slot we did. so i needed uh, to make sure there weren't going to be too much too many umming and ahhing moments <laughs> exactly but it went really well it was really fun to record uh so hopefully you guys will enjoy that as well and after that we should yeah we should be on track to get started with the new episodes mm. so that's the plan that's where we'll be uh, I hope this made sense. Like, if you have any questions or feedback about that arc, if we, we're always happy to follow up. Um, send us an email. If you want to yeah, know... We are very responsive. Yeah. Our Facebook page boasts that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to know what would have happened if we didn't have that gorilla uh, <laughs> on top of the Ferris wheel. What if we didn't have the gorilla? What if we left it downstairs? Send us an email. We'll talk about it. Actually, Danny, what would have happened? Okay, let's say. Let's say someone said, I, I put the gorilla down. I definitely don't pick it up. Would we have died? Would David have died? Dead David? I mean, there's all, I hadn't thought that far ahead because I was quite certain that one of you was going to carry a gorilla because you're only human. <laughs> but also because when you got that gorilla, I didn't just leave that up to chance. I said, cool, which of you is going to carry the gorilla? So one of you was definitely in charge of it and we kept bringing it up so that you bonded. We did bond emotionally yeah. and then killed it. But I suppose if for whatever reason you had destroyed the gorilla long beforehand... I would have just made the man not grab anyone by the ankle and just you would have lost some tension because of your terrible callousness towards gorillas. <laughs> would have ruined the ending completely. Great. Well, I'm glad we kept it. You would have just killed the mayor and that's your finale now. <laughs> cool. All right. So last last question. We'll finish off. What was the the hardest thing? I mean, you went, obviously you went to a lot of effort to plan this, to put it all together. What was the hardest mo- thing to put together for this? Well, I mean, the second hardest thing was definitely making sure that the meta stuff worked. The hardest thing took me by complete surprise, trying to figure out an international translation for the word texter. <laughs> that, was, that was really hard. What's no a other country seems to have an exact equivalent. It destroyed oh, like me. A perma- like a permanent marker? Like a permanent marker. Like it marks things like permanently? Like a felt tip like pen. Like a felt tip pen. But less serious. <laughs> It's like a fun felt tip pen, right? You're you're making fun of someone, but I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know who this was an issue with. It wasn't. It was just hard. It's like a crayon, but it's kind of like it. made of felt. Stop making fun of American people. <laughs> so you're sorry. ruining my ending. <laughs> you made it through the bad times. You made it through the good. You always knew you could.